0: Welcome to B-Side Stories, Amanda. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure and welcome, New Zealand. So Amanda is the chair of the Wellington International Pride Parade Fair. Did I say that right? Did I describe it correctly?
1: I would, I would say it's more the Wellington International Pride Parade. It's not so much a fair, it's more a parade.
0: The, in, the, in the classic sense of the word, you start from A and you get to B and everyone stands and watches on the sides?
1: Yes, and it's everything in between. So it's not just the Pride Parade, my love. There are seven consecutive events all happening simultaneously. So not only is there the Wellington International Pride Parade, of which we have the most amazing cast, we've got people from our LGBTI community that are going to be very visible and very present. But we also have people from our wider community that have come on board Names like the BMW Group, Westpac, um, the, a lot of the major banks are going to be involved. And they've been strong supporters of our LGBTI community over the years. So we are excited about the lineup. And it's, when I say diverse, I mean it's diverse, honey. It couldn't be any more diverse. It's like a drag queen with eyelashes that go 10 inches away from her face. That's how diverse it is. It's amazing.
0: That is very, very far away from one's face.
1: <laughs> yes, but I think in terms of our audience base, just be poised because this is going to be catastrophic. It's, I believe, the only historic event that's ever happened in our LGBTI history in New Zealand, in our civil What I've done is i thought about our diversity for our LGBTI community, and I talked with our committee So I went up and down the country last year and I've invited prominent members of our LGBTI community from Auckland, Christchurch and Dunedin. So it's the first time in our history that all four regions, Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch and Dunedin, will come and unite to celebrate the uniqueness that is our LGBTI community. It's a colour and a flavour that's I think, is well overdue. It's not so much, people are saying, is it a march? It's not so much a march. I think it's more a commemorative. So, just to give you an idea, we have three outdoor stages. One is on Tennyson Street, where all the floats will be, and that will be our official welcoming to the uh, Pride participants, Pride Parade participants. And we'll have people like Justin Lester, uh, Trini Bonnet, Gareth Farr, Georgina Bayer, uh, are oh gosh, I can't remember the lineup properly, uh, Jay Glenn Morgan, uh, Louisa Ball, Jane Logie, Grant Robertson. They're going to do the official ribbon cutting. So this is one of the, uh, more symblo- symbolic gestures for our LGBTI community. Then we have Marcella de Teller on a stage on Courtney Place and she will have cast members from the Wellington region. Some of them don't necessarily identify as LGBTI but they are part of our, our community. So we have welcomed them on board and given them an opportunity to perform their, their pieces, their uniqueness, their talent, which adds to the diversity. We are inclusive, not exclusive. At the same time, we have a waterfront stage, which is going to be hosted by the infamable Rybina from Auckland. She has been a joy and a pleasure to work with. She will be hosting the waterfront stage, and that's more of an international cast. So we have people from Japan, um, Hungary, India the lineup is ex- extensive. And this is all free. So as a participant, and if you're living in Wellington, come down and watch. I mean, it's going to be amazing. Catastrophic.
0: How, how did you come up with the idea to have so much going on at once? It's something out of this world.
1: You know, I, I looked at I looked at what our community contributes on a yearly basis and I looked at Auckland's parade, and I'd been involved in the Sydney Mardi Gras, and I thought, you know what? Wellington has a sense of simplistic class and elegance, and we could do this, but we could do it on a scale that promotes Wellington as a preferred holiday destination when visiting New Zealand. And this is something that I'm, I'm really proud of. I'm proud of our city. I'm proud of the fact that we have artistic flavor that is so promotional and people get behind you. It doesn't matter whether you're a stilt walker or a singer or you have an aspiration to be the flying nun. It doesn't matter. You imagine yourself sitting at Plum Cafe, which is a cafe that I often go to. And I've seen girls walking down the street with ripped stockings and big, huge, coughed pink hair and right behind them, A man in a Gianni Versace suit, and there is no blinking of eyes. It is just so multicultural, and I think we as a city should be proud of that. And that proof is in the pudding when um, people from our wider community have said, hey, look, we're loving this idea. We love using Wellington as a backdrop. The Wellington City Council have been incredible in terms of their support, They have entertained the thought of coming up with seven consecutive events, and we worked tirelessly with them last year, and they have come to support not only the LGBTI community, but also Wellington as a city and welcomed people from Auckland and Dunedin and Christchurch. And then we have people like Annette, who works for Maxbury, where our after party is going to be. She has been Oh, tireless in making sure that the after-party is perfect and logistics, logistics are taken care of. So you can be guaranteed that when you go to the after-party, it's going to be stupendous, absolutely stupendous. We have people from Cut the Mustard, which is Liz Santos's group. They have come in and totally bent over backwards to make sure that the interior design of our after-party and our legacy event has been catered for and i'd like to give a huge thank you to garth and chrissy and chris lee from qt museum hotel they will be hosting our international entertainers and this is where most of our filming and marketing would be done at qt and just like the brand whip we would like to set a standard of simplistic elegance and excellence and this is why we approached QT to support. And they have come to the party several times to make sure this happened. So it's it's quite unique in terms of what we have done. And it's been a tireless effort from our, our committee, but well worth it. We are now four days away from the event. And it's almost like we should have a glass of wine now because all the T's have been crossed and the I's have been dotted. Latrice Royale from the reality TV show, RuPaul's Grey Grace, called me this morning and she's about to board her plane. And I had to listen to her scream for five minutes. And I was going, honey, what are you screaming about? She says, girl, I'm coming to New Zealand. I'm coming to Wellington, New Zealand. And I thought, oh, this is gorgeous. You know, and to have her excellence and to have her put her brand." and align it with WIP has been amazing,
0: absolutely amazing. Wow, what a package. What an absolute package of things that have, you know, and it's clearly been so, so much work going into this. Would you Oh, yes. um, You mentioned before that this kind of landmark, you know, non-stop, bright, colourful taking over of Wellington is long overdue. Um, Mm. Can you tell me a little bit about the history of Pride in Wellington and what's been lacking all this
1: time? You know, I don't think anything's been lacking. I think in the past our community has always shown its 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 excellence. Now we, with my committee, um, we have been able to take that standard and develop it into something that can be crystallised and made on an international scale, which is why it's called the Wellington International Pride Parade. I have looked over our history, and we have lost some beautiful people from our community. Donna DeMilo just passed away uh, three weeks ago. We had Shelley, who was a beautiful, integral member of our LGBTI community, um, Vic, who also passed away. And they passed away probably within the last six months. And it really solidified in my heart that there are a lot of young people that may not be introduced to our history I spoke to some young people not so long ago at a forum and I said to one girl if I said to you the name Carmen Ruppe, what does that mean to you? A look of question of came to her face and she goes was she in season 7 of RuPaul's Drag Race? I nearly died Carmen mm-hmm. is an icon for our New Zealand history. She has gone down and made legends come true. So I I realised then that there should be some whakapapa, there should be some faikororo around our history. So my committee and I designed an event called the mm-hmm. Legacy Event, which is going to be held um, through the gracious hands of Roxy and your team at the Grand on Courtney Place and this is where we have performers like Cola Jen and her diva cast from Auckland, our very own Lisa Tomlin, a young boy, Jack from Christchurch. Uh they'll showcase. But we also have prominent members of our community from Hokitika, Jackie Grant from Christchurch, Joanne Nielsen, from Auckland, Wayne Clark, and from Wellington, uh, Helena and Heather. Now, these people I consider our living legends. We will pay homage to those who have passed and to the legacy that they've left behind. I also want to make note I would like to thank our living legends for creating safe places for our LGBTI community for creating homes when you don't have one, for being supportive when maybe you thought you were alone. That's what these people have done for our community. And together, there's probably about 150 years of knowledge and soccer papa and joy and pain that these people will share. So everyone that attends a legacy event Not only will they have an opportunity to be up close and personal with Latrice Royale and with our mayor and with our politicians that have been so supportive, Louisa Waugh, Grant Robertson, the beautiful Jan Logie. Not only will they have this opportunity, they will also have an opportunity to hear the whakaaro, the history of our LGBTI community. In this event, it is going to be a historic moment in more ways than one. I want to be able to portray to our Wellington community, to our New Zealand community, to our international community, that we are very mindful and respectful of where we come from, that we would like to celebrate our uniqueness, our talents, our duplicity in terms of what we can offer as a community also to promote Wellington again as a holiday destination for our international market. Do you to think... me, this is groundbreaking. Mm. Sorry.
0: No, no. I was going to ask, do you think that when you look at LGBTI communities around the world, does New Zealand have something different? Does it have a, a, a unique attitude oh. or culture that is different to, to the rest of the world?
1: Absolutely. So when you look at the whakapapa of our people, of our Māori people, and you look at the terminology Tagataapui which is a, a word that was given for like-minded individuals that are attracted to the same sex. Now this word was designed for Māori, but I I push those boundaries. I think that, you know, we can we can include other people. That's just my opinion. It may not be the actual, um, philosophy of Barbery, But I look at it at my Māori community and I am so proud. I'm so proud for my indigenous heritage. I'm proud for my European heritage. And I've learned to live in both worlds. So I see this as an extension. Just because you identify as LGBTI, it doesn't make you any less of a person. And you can live a duplicitous life. Live with your gay family, but also live with your non-gay family. Live with your European history, but also you can adopt some tangata whenua. You don't have to be restricted in New Zealand, and therein lies our uniqueness. Therein lies the richness of Aotearoa and what we have to offer on an international market.
0: Wow. Oh, how fabulous. What yes, is it's gorgeous. Yeah, no, it really is. It must add so much, I don't know, so much for the, for the local viewer to, to come along and, and experience a Pride Festival that is so local, I guess. Yes.
1: And, you know, there is so much grandeur and passion around our LGBTI community. And it's like rubbing the noses with the who's who. I, I think that we should also welcome the who's not who. Welcome. Bring your children. You know, I was asked this question, my love. Why was this designed in such a way? And I thought about it like this. If one of my grandchildren, who are very young now, if one of my grandchildren said to me, Grandma, we identify as LGBTI, I want them to know that there are places that you can go that you don't have to be alone, that this is not a singular thing there is a family waiting for you with open arms to children yet to be born that may be identified as LGBTI, welcome to this world because there are people here that are creating history for you And by the time you're 15 and 16, you will have an amazing world to be part of. This is when I say legacy, setting precedent, having that integrity and decency for all communities and allowing them to have a platform to be as beautiful
0: Well, To think think that you can do something like this with so much vision for the future, you know, you're clearly not just focused on the right here and now.
1: Yes. And uh, see, I'm hoping that, well, I I feel it in my heart that once the International Pride Parade happens, once it's on a public stage, I would like to see this continue. I would like to, to welcome anybody from our community, from our diverse community if you wanted to show support, or there are things that, that you feel may need addressing. Our committee is so open to that. I had a wonderful conversation with Eugenie from McCure. They had only just heard about the Pride grade and they jumped all over this. Their support has just been incredible. Dixie from Concrete Bar, Nicole from the Arboras. You know that how can we help the Trinity Group, um, Fringe Bar, Liz Christie and her family. The, the, I, I could go on you know and on and on. Uh, it's just been incredible. There is a, a group that are, that film for communities that the CEO Helena, has been instrumental in guiding our community, our committee, sorry, in uh, doing things on a very simplistic, but very level-headed forum. She has been breathtaking. So I, I have so much to be grateful for. I'm grateful for the assistance that I've had. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm grateful for the assistance that I've had. Um, I would also like to to shut up very loudly to Claire Naya, our secretary for WIP. Without her, I don't think I would have coped a lot of the times. She's been instrumental, instrumental in making this all happen. And if I could just mention one more name, is that all right?
0: Of course, of course.
1: I have the most amazing relationship with Regional News. Frances, who's the um, director of Regional News, and her gorgeous daughter, Madeline, they, I I just can't speak when I think of them. They've given us the most beautiful articles. They've helped us in terms of doing a, a marketing campaign. They supported us last year and they have triply done somersaults to make sure that we are marketed properly. And I'm just so grateful for their assistance and for their love and their honesty. You know, they've been fantastic. Wow. So in terms of our, our wider community in, in Wellington, I congratulate them all for aligning such huge names with with the Wellington International Pride Parade.
0: Well, it's definitely off to a good start with such a such heavy hand surrounding this first this gala. Wow! Yes. Wow! And you, I mean, clearly when you go into something with so much love, then it comes back in in waves. So.
1: Oh. It's- that, that is so true. And you know, sometimes you think, ooh, what am I doing this for? And I've kept in my mind um, some masterful words that i was handed down from Justin Lester and the Wellington City Council, who are our premier sponsors. You know, as long as you have integrity and honesty in your heart, anything can happen. And with their support... Everything has happened. Suzanne Tarnakey from Wellington City Council, uh, Maria and Todd, all of those guys, the the Wavenly, Lily from the mayor's office, those people have just guided us in such a way that we could not fail. It's, It's actually been incredible. And you know, I might have been instrumental and coming up with a conceptual idea. Without my committee, and especially the support of Queer none of this would have happened. My committee had been diligent and forthcoming. They've been so giving of their time and their love and their energy. And I sat back the other night, quietly, and I contemplated what was about to happen on the 10th of March in Wellington at 5.30. Courtney Place. And I thought the majesty of this kopapa. You know, I thought of the people from Tefanafana who are our Takatapui Kapahaka group. And the support, the the way that I felt this engulfing of love. It's the most humbling experience I think I've ever had. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I woke up in the morning, and I'm grateful that I have such an amazing team guiding me and supporting our committee and making this happen for our community. That's, it's a blessing.
0: That's spectacular. It really, really is a blessing. I'm mm. so pleased that you were able to come and, and share with us about what's going on and how you got here um, and what an incredible crew surrounded you. you and surrounded each other. Thank you so much, Amanda. Um, when we'll- when
1: I, would, I would like to say thank you for, for allowing me this opportunity to speak to your audience and for your kindness and your support. This is just, it's, it's overwhelming. And honestly, from, from our committee at WIP and for everyone that's participating Thank you so much for allowing us this opportunity to be on such a prestigious radio show.
0: Oh, (laughs) I (laughs) hope we're as prestigious as that. That would be great. (laughs) Thank you so much. I can't wait for Saturday. I'm sure we'll all be down there. I guess everyone will have to get their glitter out, for starters. Yes. (laughs) Great.
1: (laughs) And um, look, there are still tickets. to. We haven't got any tickets left to the Legacy Party. But we still have tickets available for the Rave Party, which is going to be opened by Latrice Royale at 9.30. This is going to be held at McBury on the second level. And she has complete autonomy. She's so excited about doing her first show in New Zealand. She's excited about working and showing her brand and to be representing Ripple's Drag Race.
0: Wow. Huge. That's awesome ah cool well I shouldn't keep you any longer and that's about all we have time for so Yay. thank you so so My much
1: thank you and New Zealand if you're watching it doesn't matter where you are it doesn't matter what you wear just as long as you are there have a great day New Zealand and thank you so much